Black. All important radio shows start with black. And music. Edgy, scary music that could make a parent or studio executive nervous. Hello! Let me bring you up to speed. We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now very hungry hey ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! What's up, guys? We're in the studio with a lot of microphones and a lot of cameras. Today, we've got a show for you, a huge show plan. We've got three guys. They're coming in. They're going to be doing our clutch moment. We also have Douglas High School. Tell them about that, Ricky. Yeah, we've got uh, some Douglas athletes coming in here today, and we've got uh, one of the coaches going to be with us. So we're real excited about that. we got a good show planned, and, and uh, we're going to get this thing rolling. Yeah, we also have... The Charburger. Always coming through. In the house, man. They always, they don't let us down. Yep, they're, they're strong. There for us. They're strong. And so we love Charburger. Uh, we see it out the window right now. It's fantastic. If you don't have dinner plans, go to Charburger. Hey, check us out on Facebook and Instagram right now. We have started a whole new system, a whole new camera switching system where it's not as boring and you get a full view of the studio. So, Check us out at App Varsity Radio Show. Watch us live. And the first thing we're going to do is talk about our memes today. This music's, this music's good, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, say hey. Hey, guys. What is happening? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I've been looking forward to this show all week long, man. I know. It is Tennessee <laughs> Hate Week. It is. Tennessee <laughs> Hate Week. We got Real. some stuff to talk about. It's definitely no way. easy picking out our memes this week. Yeah. So... So our memes are, are strong. And so we're going to... The first meme I see... You want to describe it, Ricky? Yeah, we have... Uh, we, it's, a, it's the Tennessee mascot laying down on the field. And he looks really sad. And it says, I wish these people would sell me to a good team. Oh, <laughs> poor Smokey. Yeah. Poor Smokey. And then uh, there's another one, New Market Baptist Church. Boy, I don't know if you ever pull up funny church signs. But this one's hilarious. It says, love thy neighbor even if they are a Tennessee fan. <laughs> even if they're a Tennessee fan. So, Even though it's Tennessee Hate Week, uh, as Christians, we love them. But at the same time, we do, uh, we do hope they lose. Yes. Deeply hope they lose. So if you're checking out the camera view, you see us 
in our Bama swag. Our Bama swag. Hey, Jenna, say hey back there. Get close to the microphone. Say hey. Hey. Uh. There she is. So we even have the back of our studio mic today, thanks to the Steven Spiegel. This gra- this music's great, man. I, yeah. I feel legit. Okay. Hey, we're going to give you a new... Can we throw in a song right here? Steven, tell sure. them what they got. We can do that. How about Gavi and Closer? Man, I love this stuff, man. Steven, you're the stuff. <laughs> you're the stuff. Thanks, man. It doesn't matter uh, how bad we actually sound in person because the radio audience will never know that we sound re- kind of weird. We're actually weird people. <laughs> we just sound cool on the radio because of Steven. Thanks to Steven. Thanks, guys. We love you, Steven. Well, I put a lot of hard work into it. I hope it all turns out right. This- so it's... Yeah, one this, of those things. This is also Stephen's exercise day. It is. Every, definitely is. <laughs> every day. Oh yeah, every day. Every every yep. day he does this board and uh-huh. all that. Right now, camera, he is working two boards. <laughs> Three. Seven microphones. Three boards. Three boards. Seven I'm working microphones. The main console, a sub console, and a video switcher. And a video switcher. <laughs> so if you're wanting and to, the music. Uh, if you're wanting to start up your own radio show. <laughs> The first thing you're going to need is a Steven. Yeah. Good luck at that. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck. luck at that. <laughs> good luck at that. We, there's only one. Uh, anyway, so, hey, we're going to go video of the week, and we got two for you. Because it's Tennessee Hate Week, and we're big Bama fans. Isn't that right, Jana? We're big Bama Roll fans. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. We Roll got that. Tide. You know, if you're not out there, we understand. You, you know, you have that option. And Auburn fans, we're not going to pick on you today. Not today. We've forgotten about you for the week because all we <laughs> all we can think about is that ugly orange. <laughs> the uh, ugly Auburn what? The ugly orange. Oh, okay. yeah, the uh, ugly the orange. pumpkin orange. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think that's something our state can agree on. Okay. <laughs> all right, so play the first video. Which one do you want? Do you want SEC shorts? Do you want the face, but the fan who just hates Tennessee? Let's we'll start with the fan that hates Tennessee. All right, there you go. Let's do that Get one. Get us up. Here you Get go. Get us in the mood. Take a listen uh, to this. Man, I hate Tennessee because first of all, it's Tennessee, and I I, I just hate them because they 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 low down, they dirty, they some snitches, and I hate Philophoma. I hate their colors. I'm not a dog person. I I just hate Tennessee, man. Like, and I I hate Nay- Nayland Stadium. It looks like a garbage truck worker convention, and I hate all their quarterbacks. I just I hate Tennessee, man. Describe their describe what you feel about their colors too. I thought that was interesting. It, it, it reminds me, it, and it's not that orange that you can stand. See, I hate Tennessee more than I hate Auburn. I just dislike Auburn. I hate Tennessee. So Tennessee's colors is, is that it's that throw up orange. It's not that orange that you can sit with. It's that puke inside of a pumpkin orange. That I, and I don't like pumpkins. So I just I just I, I really don't like Tennessee, man. I I can't stress that enough, man. And they, they they losers. They saw losers because they they they're not Alabama, and I, I hate Tennessee, man. 
That was beautiful, man. Probably the best interview I've done all year. Thank you, man. <laughs> That's my favorite at the end when he goes, this is probably the best interview I've done all year. <laughs> here's here's what's genuine about the whole video. Right after the interview's over, he starts walking away, and he's talking to, uh, I don't know if his friends, his audience. He's still talking about how much he hates Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. The interview's over. He's still going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, guys. Tennessee doesn't bother me as bad as Auburn. Yeah. Well... Come on, we got to be in the moment. I though. mean, all right, in the moment. Okay, <laughs> so back to it. Auburn bothers me, but that's another week. So you know, you've heard, and you can check these videos out on our Facebook page at, at Varsity Radio Show. And uh, actually, Jenna's going to be texting you the the link to those. So if you uh, if you contact us on Facebook Live, you're going to be talking to the one, the only, Jenna Wilson. That's me, Jenna Wilson. And so uh, she's going to be talking to you today, and uh, she'll be mic'd up too. You're going to hear the guys in here. It's going to be great. We're going to have a lot of people in the studio today. It's going to be real fun. It is. So next video is, you know, it's a playoff of the We Want Bama sign. Yeah. And so we're going to go into that. We'll explain it more. This is going to be good. We got it, Chief. Stupid kids. Lieutenant Troy Gilden of the FBT. That's the Federal Bureau of Trash Talking. Uh, we got a tip earlier. There might be some signage going on here today. So, unfortunately, we had to come down here and take it down. You know, it's a shame these kids, they think they want Bama, but they don't realize the harm that Bama does. Well, a lot of people think we're just here to kick in doors. But our main objective is to educate Look at that! Is that what you want? Is that what you want? That's their third string. Oh no, you're gonna look. You know, the last thing we want is a repeat offender. It's sad, but as long as there are these delusional people out there, we're gonna be busy people. In fact, I'll probably get a call later today, you know? There it is. Work's never done. Let's get out of here. Come on. Alright. So if you watch that video, and I saw this today, Landon Collins of the New York Giants, who was an Alabama alumni, he defended the University of Alabama today when a Penn State fan said... We want Bama. And the guy said, and Landon Collins said, you get what you want. You know? I don't think they really knew what they wanted. I don't think so. I don't think any, you know, here's what's what's funny. The best smack talking always goes on before the season. It always goes on before the season. And everybody's like, this is our year to beat Bama. This is our year to beat Bama. But has it happened yet? Mm, Rarely. 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 My generation too, and, and my age. I know people in my age group. They're they're starting to get a little cocky, and I'm sure that's what people think about Bama fans. But yeah. I mean, stats don't lie. Yeah, yeah, insane. 
So, uh, let's talk about this last week's game. You know, some of the college scores, actually. All right, so we're gonna so, we're gonna jump into some of these college scores. Uh, we'll start out with LSU. LSU <laughs> made me happy, and they beat the Auburn Tigers. Sorry, <laughs> we were pulling for a specific Tiger in that match. Yeah, and, you know, and that Tiger came through. So we thank you, LSU. They, thank you. They beat Auburn twenty-seven to twenty-three. Honestly, we didn't think you could do it. We didn't. <laughs> we, I really thought Auburn was going to put. It I to thought them. Auburn was going to take you out, but they didn't. So. Uh, Mississippi State, they uh, played somebody that doesn't matter. South Carolina beat Tennessee 15-9. to Did you watch that game? I didn't. I watched the end of that game. It was painful how close Tennessee got to win in that game. So do you feel like Tennessee has a chance against Bama? I don't want to. I, I, I told Ricky this in my office today that I, <laughs> I just don't trash talk a team before we play them. I just, I just can't. All right, so the uh, we got the the last place bowl was Mississippi State versus Vandy. <laughs> Who won that? Um, well, Ole Miss won. Ole Miss beat a Vandy fifty-seven to thirty-five. Man, uh, Texas A&M they uh, snuck by Florida nineteen to seventeen. Wow. You know, I think a lot of these Black Friday scores, it feels like, because some teams snuck by some other teams. But Georgia, they put a whooping on Mizzou. That, you know, I think we, they're legit, don't you? They are legit. What do you think, Stephen? Yeah. They were legit the day they got Kirby Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Smartest move they ever made. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Mark Rick. But <laughs> and uh, I, I wrote on my paper, I put, uh, Bama spanked some Boston butt. <laughs> <laughs> 41 to 9. That's hilarious. <laughs> the Arkansas Razor Razorbacks bags. went down. They went down. In beautiful fashion. Yes, there's nine points on the, on the scoreboard, but just as as we refer to the video we just played, it was the third string. <laughs> we have... I, I think we have more than third string, but they don't want to call it our fourth and fifth string. Yeah, it's just other players. Yeah. So let's go to the local scores, and then we're gonna uh, li- so, we're gonna uh, listen to a song. Most of these games were on Friday the thirteenth, so uh, Woo! some of them may not have turned out the way we wanted them to. But Arab lost to Scottsboro twenty-seven to seven. Boaz, <laughs> they lost to Edwall. I get Edelweiss. tired of talking about Edwall, y'all. I feel like they're state champion. Forty-one to nothing. Mm. Douglas lost to Alexandria, forty-two to seventeen. Dar beat Sardis. Our Dar wow. boys, they they came through. Come on, Patriots. Thirty-one to twenty-one. They got a win for us. We were just talking to them last week, and they knew they were gonna win though. But that doesn't matter. Brinley Mountain, they lost to Plainview, forty-one to seven. Aberville took a loss to Pale City. That's hard. Twenty-four to thirteen. And then our Gunnersville, they won twenty-eight nothing against Crossville. So come on now. So we had a few wins and, and a lot of losses, but I, I blame it all on Friday the thirteenth. I'm I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> we actually had some Gunnersville Wildcats in here last week. We're gonna air that in the future. Uh, some Jake Wisner and Archie Charles and uh, I, I Keck. Got it. He didn't leave his full name, but Keck, uh, the right tackle. We'll be airing their interview soon. Uh, we'll have Arab Knots with us next week. But anyway, we're going to play a song, and we will be back with you with the FCA Moment of the Week. Hey, we got a brand new song from Red. Let's play it for him now. It's gone.
It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. Today, uh, we're going to talk to you about FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We tried to get a Douglas person in, but we just keep hitting these fall breaks, so it's hard. Just bear with us, and after that, we'll have them. Uh, But anyway, we have uh, FCA. We're just going to give you their information. You can check them out on Twitter at Neil at N-E Alabama FCA. You can check them out on Instagram at N-E-A-L underscore FCA. Or you can check them out on Facebook at Northeast Alabama FCA. The guys there are amazing. Kim Burnett, uh, Jamie Strange, Roger Cox. We've been working with a lot of these guys. They're just amazing people doing amazing things with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And so, anyway, we want you to check that out. The next big event they have coming up in, is in November. It's the Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast. And so if you want to get tickets for that, they're $10 a person. And you can uh, go to your local one at, here in Marshall County. It's at Connect Church at 6 a.m. Now, that may turn some, some of you off. <laughs> you get a Chick-fil-A biscuit, and you get to hear an Alabama and an Auburn player. It's going to be great. So check them out. You know, I, even even though it's early, I think you, you can't beat Chick-fil-A, and you can't beat Alabama and Auburn players. No. So that itself, it just being with, with, the, with the guys and fellowship, and, you know, that would be something awesome to attend. So I hope everybody gets out to that. But. All right. Give them a song. All right, this is brand new as well. This is called Walls. It's from Derek Miner and Urban Rescue. We build walls all around us, all around us. Here's your matter-of-fact weather. What's the weather there, Ricky? It's starting to feel like it's starting to feel like October, which normally for the last ten years feels like beating Tennessee. Yes. Which beautiful and orange. Back to you, Stephen. Your matter-of-fact weather is brought to you by Davis Heating and Cooling, offering 24-hour service seven days a week since 1972. You can reach them at 256-582-8262. Save my birthright till I'm feeling up again. And now, today's clutch moment. Man, I am so excited. Yesterday, we got to interview the guys from Disrupt Ministry, Austin Henson, Ron Ford, and Alex Murphy. And I like these guys so much. I like you too, man. Like, so much. I asked them to come back and do what I usually do, the clutch moment. And so, we're going to talk to them real quick. The first uh, few minutes, we're going to talk to them. I want you to hear their testimonies. You can check these guys out next week, isn't it? Next week at five different churches, they're doing a revival. Uh, disrupt the norm, isn't it? That's it. Dis- tell them where you're going to be at. Um, uh, yeah, so we're going to five churches. <laughs> yeah, we don't have our flyers. We don't have our flyers with flyer us. Uh, I know, a little unprepared here. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, it, it's in the uh, Marshall County region. Um, and really what we're trying to do is we're, we're doing what our name says. We're disrupting the normal culture um, and what the society you know views as um, happiness and joy and all this stuff that people are seeking after, you know, um, and we're just trying to bring God's presence, um, to just free up, you know, all the restrictions that these different denominations have been putting on it, you know, and actually show this, this state what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. 
So that's awesome. So I, what I want you to do first, guys, I want y'all to go into your testimony, just a little piece of it, and then they've got something they want to talk to you about, guys. So go ahead, Austin. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, sum it up as short as I can. But really, I, I was a prodigal son. Um, to really, you know, shortcut it, uh, my I, my parents got a divorce at an early age, and because of that, I lost my father's um, acceptance. So what I began doing was seeking after the approval because we all want approval in you know friends that that would show me that acceptance so i would mold my personality according to what they viewed me as and in the process i lost my identity um i started doing drugs at an early age very early age uh, 14 years old and started having sex got addicted to porn um and really messed up my mind uh, by college i had gotten into heavier drugs um started doing you know ecstasy and and, and hallucinogens um, to fill that void because every day i would wake up with severe anxiety there was a two-month period where i literally like could not move i did not want to get out of bed did not have any joy any hope uh, and i and i would wake up each and every day thinking if this is the life then i don't want to live it at all um, and i got to a point where i had got, went to this music festival with my best friend and uh, I had actually experienced um, hell. So I took, I ended up taking a hallucinogen and God showed me the reality of what I was doing. And I actually heard a voice come up and say, is this really what you want? Um, and when I heard that, you can imagine, I thought I was going nuts. Um, but then that Sunday, uh, it turned out that it was God and God had been calling me uh, my whole life. And I was too busy searching for my identity to let him show me who, who I was. Um, and seven days later, my atheist best friend found Jesus. Uh, he'll wow. Tell you <laughs> Run for it. <laughs> All right, I'm up next. So I, I'll give you guys a short version of, of what happened with me. And, and I, I was raised Catholic, and it didn't have anything to do with me not believing in God. But the people that were that were in the class that I was in for my confirmation class, uh, nobody was walking out what was being preached. And, and there was a lot of hypocrisy where I was at. And that hypocrisy made me think in my head, I put my faith in man. And my faith in man made me think that there was no God. And I didn't have a true relationship with Jesus. I didn't have that, that daily bread getting from him. I was, I was relying on everyone else around me to tell me who Jesus was. But I never took that step to actually find out who the true Jesus, the true living God was. And that made me become an atheist for 10 years. So for 10 years, I thought that whenever I died, I was going to be in the dirt and that was it. So I screwed over every single person around me because it was survival of the fittest for me. Man. And then finally, I found after my buddy got saved and and I didn't have really anyone I trusted left in my life, I, I got on my hands and knees and I cried out to, the, to, to God. I said, God, if you're real, you take over because I'm done. And at that moment, he gripped my life and he complete, completely transformed me. And now we travel the United States and preach the gospel uh, with nothing but the clothes on our backs. Alex, tell us your side, man. So I grew up an All-American boy, uh, played football, basketball, baseball, um, you know, tried hard at school. But that was not me. That was who my parents wanted me to be. So when I went to college, I started trying to figure out who I was. Um, and really, I'm a seeker of truth, seeker of knowledge. I knew God was out there. I knew like the whole spiritual side of life existed, but I didn't think it was in Christianity. So I was looking in all the wrong places, um, like looking at all the, the world religions and philosophies, which really I found out is man trying to figure out God, and the Bible is God telling man who he is. Mm. Um, so long story short, all of the seeking exposed me to a lot of... Uh, bad spirits who deceived me and, you know, disguised themselves as angels of light and uh, it ended up driving me crazy. So I had a psychotic breakdown um, 
had to move back in with my parents, spent about two months laying in bed, suicidal, uh, on the verge of killing myself. But for some reason I didn't, and now I know it was God. Um, he always kept me from going too far. He always kept, like had his hand over me and kind of protected me. Um, for what reason, I don't know, but uh, thank God that he did. And uh, so he led me out to an organic farm, which ended up being Christians, which if I would have known that, I would have never went out there. <laughs> um, so I go out there and find out they're Christian. Um, I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. I can be polite and respect that. Um, they invite me to go to church with them uh, the first weekend, so I go. And uh, again, I don't really know why, but uh, well, it was God. I show up and we're worshiping. The song is speaking directly to me and I start crying. Um, the veil is lifted, my, the scales fall off my eyes and I find out that Jesus Christ is who I've been looking for this entire time. He's the one who brings enlightenment. He enlightens your heart. He's the one who brings truth. He's the light, the truth, the way. Mm. Um, so after that, buy a Bible, like read the New Testament, find out what it really means to be a Christian. And then I see my buddy Austin Henson's testimony online. And that's when the real, the real fun started to happen. Um, we, uh, we played baseball together in high school, so I knew like who he was. We'd see each other out at the bars, and uh, we always had a connection, not really knowing why. Um, we always just had like a goofy relationship, but uh, now I know why, and it's because we're brothers in Christ. We're, we're went to, be, to do ministry together. So I, I go back home, and we meet up and go to church, and that's when I met my brother Ryan Ford. And uh, as soon as I walked through the door of their house, I knew I was home. I knew it was like I found my friends. But we go to church, and that's when uh, we get baptized by the Holy Spirit and completely change our lives. That's when we were like, all right, we're giving it all up for God. We're selling everything, giving everything away. Um, I was the first one to get called, and because of my personality, I was like, right on. Like, I've always wanted to just backpack and be kind of a bum, but it's not really being a bum because God provides where he guides. Um, so that's when we, we've left. We've been traveling now for, what, three months? Yeah. yeah. Three or four months. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. tell them what y'all did. Tell them what you did. You They sold everything. <laughs> they sold... Trying to keep it humble here, you know. Yeah. I'm not really telling anybody <laughs> full details here. But, yeah, um, it's really like going from a life of constantly living in fear, constantly worrying, you know, how am I going to provide for myself? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? To, to realizing that there's a creator, that all you have to do is seek him, and he will fulfill every single blank spot in your life. Um, so once he, you know, we got we got called to leave, and like he told me, he told me to give away my car. We started we just giving away our stuff because none of it matters. Mm. You're seeking after joy. You're seeking after peace. You're seeking after the fruits of the spirit that only Jesus can give you. And yeah. when we find that, you know, why would we not want to give our stuff away to people that need it more than us? You know, because we know our purpose. Um, and and do you mind if I jump just? Go yeah, go what ahead. I was going to say, okay, um, that's actually what the Holy Spirit really put on my heart today was to talk to you guys about purpose, um, because that's what we're all after. We're all after finding the reason why we're on this earth, right? But what better way to find that than talking to the Creator of the universe? Um, because it says in Ephesians, in love He predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of His will. But I spent a lot of time trying to find my own will, trying to find my purpose through substance, like I said yesterday, um, and it left me more and more hopeless. So I, I really want to just touch that you guys seek the first the kingdom, and all else will be added to you. Seek mm -hmm. first the kingdom, because like Moses, he parts the Red Sea, and God tells him to, and he, he leads his people through there, but then the Egyptians, he drowns, because they don't know God. 
and they're trying to think they can do what Moses did, and they're basing their relationship off of what he did, and, and he forerun. But the thing is, you cannot base your relationship with Jesus off your parents. You can't base your relationship with Jesus off the church you go to because that's, that's not going to free you. Mm. That's not going to bring you ultimate liberty. It doesn't mm. happen that way. I tried it, guys. I, and, and, and because of my own insecurities, because of my lack of identity, I, 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 I brought other people down. And that's my message today is words carry power. When you speak, God spoke the world into existence. So when you're speaking and you're in high school and you're trying to fit in and you're trying to be cool for these other people, you don't realize what you're actually doing by bringing other people down. Um, and this is my own testimony. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I'm telling you, I spent time, I spent years bringing people down because I was so insecure with myself. Um, and, and, and only God can show your identity. So watch what you say, guys. Watch the bullying because there's people that are waking up every day thinking they might end their lives. And when they go to school and hear these these words that only add to that, that wall, only add to that guard, what do you think that's doing to them? You know, they, 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 they're already hopeless, guys. And imagine a world where you wake up every day suicidal, then you take your life and you're hopeless for eternity because that's what we're talking about. We're on this world to bring people to eternity, guys. So, so each and every day you wake up, seek the creator. He will give you every bit of hope you need. He will get you through the storms. It's not the fact that he's going to deliver you from everything because there's mountains and valleys, but he'll be with you through every mountain and every valley. And you'll have somebody and you'll have true love, guys. Um, Do you have anything to add, Ford? That was good. I don't, you nailed it. I don't have anything to add to that, but I'm just going to share a story that happened to me this morning. I, I went on a run. I've been, well, you guys in Alabama, you guys eat. Yeah. You guys can eat. Oh my gosh. And everything's fried. So I've been packing on weight all over the place. You're welcome. For yeah. That. That, yeah. I appreciate it. So I, I've been going on these runs in the morning and I've just been spending time with, with the Lord on these runs. And there's this spot that I go to and it's this long road. And on the left side of the road, it's nothing but red dead grass. And on the right side of the road, it's nothing but green grass. And I, and I sat out there and I started worshiping God. I just started worshiping. My hands were in the air. Cars were passing. I think Bathsheba was across somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And, and the Lord spoke to me and, and said, because I have this weird desire to go to South Korea. And, and, the, and it's all for the wrong reasons. And, and the Lord said, if you want to go to South Korea, I'll grant that to you because I'll give you the desires of your heart. But he said, I have somewhere else for you. Do you want to follow me there? And I started weeping, crying, yeah. because I know that his plans are so much greater than my plans Shut. are. And I and I read Ruth uh, one sixteen, and Ruth one sixteen, she's talking to to Naomi and, and not Oprah, but it's like Orpah, and <laughs> Oprah, yeah. And starts, <laughs> She's in there too somewhere. And and she starts saying, actually, I'm going to read it. This is in the Message Bible. It says, "Don't force me to leave you. Don't make me go home." Where you go, I go, and where you live, I'll live. Your people are my people. Your God is my God. Where you die, I'll die, and that's where I'll be buried. And when I read that, that's my heart for where the Holy Spirit wants to lead me. And I just wanted to share that with you guys, that if, if you follow the Holy Spirit, He's going he's gonna to take you to the most amazing places in the world. And I, I just pray, just search for that voice, that still, small voice that's in your ear. Just search for it, find it, and just don't ever run away from it. In Jesus' name. You got anything, Murphy? <laughs> so, um, I guess what I wanted to touch on is, um, like, you, you search for friends and you search for relationships your whole life, but 
you won't really find your true friends, your true brothers and sisters until you find Jesus Christ, because that's where they are. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to our spiritual mom, Phyllis Kimbrell. She has a quote, um, bury yourself so deep in the heart of God that that's where your uh, future husband or wife or whatever, your best friends, that's where they'll find you. They have to dig deep into the heart of God to find you there. Um, and so that's like what I've found out is that these guys, and it's so nice because like I'm not really the talker of the group, and everything I would want to say, they usually end up saying anyway. So I, I get to sit back. And We're going to give you the mic first next time. Yeah, <laughs> put me on the spot. No, uh, but that's it's awesome because like these are my brothers, my brothers in Christ, and I mean we're we're family now. It's more than just best friends. We, I mean, it's almost like we're married in a way. We spend more time together than a married couple, and so it's it's been an interesting experience, but. That's what I just wanted to say. Like you didn't mean it, guys. <laughs> they're, 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 it's more them than they argue like a married couple. But yeah. Yeah, I'm the mediator, but uh, yeah. that's your your true friends, your true relationships are going to be in Jesus Christ. So right. I, I just wanted to say that. Amen. That's right. And guys, um, that's such a good message too. Don't go. Don't put up a front. Don't 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 walk every day um, worried about what you're gonna say next. If you're gonna look weird, it's not worth it. It's not worth suppressing thoughts, suppressing pain. Like since we've gotten saved, I'm so glad Murphy said that because like we can actually be real with each other. You can actually be open. You can actually be transparent instead of throwing these guards up. Because what's the point? What's the point of living every day worried about what people are gonna think of you? You've got a you've got a God that accepts you. So I just want to tell you guys, you are accepted and you are loved. No matter what your childhood upbringing was, no matter how much pain you've went through, there is light in every single dark area in your life. Um, amen. Can I do a shout out? Can I do a shout out? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I want to, uh, that, that verse that I read, it's, it's Ruth 116. And I got prophesied that last night out of nowhere by one of our close friends, Caitlin Baker. And I know there's a lot of people in the area that Caitlin know her. Baker. She sells, she sells real estate. She's awesome. She loves the Lord with all her heart. Uh, and I just wanted to embarrass her on air. <laughs> You're yeah, welcome for risky. that. You're welcome. For that. <laughs> anyway. Hey guys, thank y'all so much for talking with us. We hope you'll hang out with us for a little while. Uh, we'll bring you in for the funny stuff in a few minutes. But you you were talking about words and everything. Proverbs 18.31 says, There's life and death in the power of the tongue. Mm. And man, there's so truth. There's so much truth in that. If we realize what we're saying yeah. has so much meaning, has so much significance. And so thanks for coming on Disrupt Ministry. Check out the Revival. We'll post their flyer on the Varsity Radio Show, at Varsity Radio Show on Instagram and Facebook. Check one, us out. Can I throw one Yeah, go ahead, um, Austin. Uh, yeah, and as far as the revival, I just want to emphasize, guys, there's no shame. There's no guilt in going to these things because we all need comfort, and there's only one comforter, or one comforter and one counselor, and you're going to find him. I promise you, your life will change. Uh, and and, and if, you're, if you're going through a process, like for myself, I had a negative mindset, and I would always think the negative. Start thinking the positive and start speaking the positive and watch your life change, guys. Yeah, so good. So, hey, we're going to go to a song right now. Give them a song there, Stephen. All right, let's do this. An Here. athlete interview right after. So, Thousand Foot Crutch and Lifeline. You okay, Batman? You seem the opposite of concerned. Yeah, I'm fine. Just listening to you out there, it's like the world wasn't all darkness anymore. For a brief moment there, I could have sworn I felt something. That feeling is pride, sir. You're right. I am super proud of 
myself for listening to such a great radio show. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. What's up? We have with us Douglas High School Athletes. And we are so excited about these interviews. We uh, so excited. We've got um, we've got with us today. We've got Jared Teal. He's the point guard, and we have Storm Pritchard. He's a guard. They're in the studio with us today, and we have the awesome Coach Self. He is he is none less than the awesome. He is he, the amazing. <laughs> I think I need to come here more often. Boost my confidence a little bit going here. They've uh, we 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 fed them. They're they're ready to go. They're they're not nervous about radio at all. They have <laughs> they have food. great names. Obviously, Storm. That's a great name. That's a great name. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. We got you. So hey, we're gonna ask you a few questions, and we're gonna have a wonderful time on here. And you're gonna eat charburger and drink milkshakes, and life is gonna be good. So anyway, go ahead. Ricky, well, um, just to open it up, and, and so so that we can get a little laughter going. Do any of y'all have any? Do y'all want to like, ask any girls to prom or anything on the radio? Like, uh, I mean, I mean, it's kind of a dream, I'm sure. You know, um, we want a promposal right here, so it's, this is your chance. Jaden Lee Bobo, will you uh, go to prom? What? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. This but, was that uh, for real? Was that? I mean, it's my girlfriend. I've had her for eight months. Come on. So. All right. So uh, if she says yes, you have the uh, right to call into the studio whenever you want. Um, we're waiting on you. We'll be waiting. But in the meantime, we're gonna we're gonna jump into some sport questions. So what what sport do y'all play? Uh, basketball. Uh, basketball, and I just started baseball this year. And what coach do you? Uh, what sport do you coach, Coach Self? Uh, do varsity boys basketball and also do uh, golf. Golf. Which golf. that's just for the uh, replay time out on the course. So. Hey, we, we love golf. I like golf. I'm not good at golf. But. Not either. So I'm not sure why I'm coaching it, but <laughs> they let me do it. So I'm good at failing really bad at golf. <laughs> Most people just like the golf carts. But, you know, um, I want to ask you guys with basketball, what's your favorite thing about basketball? Uh, mine would have to be just the memories that I make with all my friends on the basketball team. It's good. And uh, just the bonds I make with them. Uh, same thing for same thing for me. Um, I mean, just being able to put the ball in the basket and seeing you know student section just going insane, especially with ours, and you know uh, making everyone proud. You know, making Douglas proud because a lot of people don't think you know Douglas is a good basketball school, a good school at all, like sport wise. But you know, we we're proven wrong. So. That's right. They don't know any better. They don't, they don't have a coach. Cell. I think I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just heard a shout out to the six man at Douglas. The shout out to the the fans and the, and, and the student section for sure. So for sure. Uh, shout out to them. What is what's what's your favorite thing? I know you just brought this up a little bit. What's your favorite thing about being on a team? Just being with my friends like always, and uh, just knowing they have my back whenever I need them. Uh, just making a bond with your team, and you know, it's like you're just growing, uh, growing close together. It's you're all like a family. So that's and, awesome. I love that word, family. And as a coach, you know what you're trying to help instill them, and I can give them come the coach's perspective is, you know, in the real world, you have to work as a team, and um, you know, and that's one thing we try to work in working with different. Uh, diversities and different uh, ethnicities and trying to just be all in one and that's what we try to preach in the program and these young men are are held to a higher standard and these are two of the best young men we have in our program. 
Yeah, I like that. Uh, I love the... Don't you love having coaches, Ricky? <laughs> I think another special thing is if I could coach any sport, you know, coaching a basketball team is probably one of the funnest because you get to you get to be a part of them. And it's, you're not just – yeah, you're their leader and, and you call the plays and you call the formations, but – but you're you're part of the family, Correct. and in basketball you get close with these guys. Do you? Quick question: Do you beat them at basketball? Uh, I have to show them how to shoot a little bit every now and then. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not as uh, fast as I once was, or can jump as high as I used to could, but I can still stroke a little bit. So I got you know you have to prove your point sometime to them. So the the boys didn't disagree. So yeah. So what is the hardest aspect of your sport, guys? Playing for Coach Self. Yeah, he, playing for Coach Self for sure. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely a lot of running. Um, a lot and a lot of running. A lot of conditioning. But, I mean, it's going to help us out in the long run. So That's what's going to make us better. That's right. Pain makes you better, doesn't it, Coach That's right. Self? That's exactly right. <laughs> so, uh, we've heard probably all seven teams, they have this one word that they all use, grit. Grit. And uh, I, I, love, I love that statement. And so – Okay, what is the hardest game you played in last year? The Alexandria game. Yeah, at Alexandria. At Alexandria, um, what double overtime? Double overtime. Double mm-hmm. overtime. Uh, our point guard actually just graduated. Alex Wasner had 30, 32 points. Wow. Had the game-winning and one, and it was it was just it was fun to be a part of. Uh, of course. How about you, Coach? What's what's the hardest game that you coached or have coached? I know you've done a lot more than that. Yeah, one. Um, that one was that one was good. My dad, he's the real coach self, and uh, he was actually in town that game to watch it. And that always puts a little bit more pressure on you. He was yeah. my coach, and and he's the I just become Brett when he's around because he's he's the real coach self. But that was. Uh, the funnest and the toughest. Uh, you know, we battled some adversity. We had some foul trouble and uh, had some kids come out. Jared was uh, one. He's a tenth grader last year. Was on the floor at the end of the game um, to help us get that victory. But you know, it's they're all challenging in their own point. But that was a great, great game and great atmosphere and just one of those times where you kind of uh, just played out of your mind and, and put yourself in position to win. So that was probably the best one we wow. had last year. You didn't have any hard times sleeping that night, did you, guys? No, that was one of the only times I didn't have a hard time sleeping. The rest of the time, they were nail biters. We don't we don't win, you know, pretty big very often, but that day, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so we have some listeners, and, and I'm sure they're all wondering, you know, how you guys how you guys are at playing basketball. So, well, I'm gonna ask something pretty brave, and and you're gonna this isn't I, you guys didn't get this question, so y'all kind of on the end of your seats here, but. <laughs> If you could compare yourself to any oh. NBA basketball player, not necessarily saying you play like them, but your style of basketball, maybe your style or, or how you look on the on the court, you know, if you could pick one or maybe it's just someone you want to play like or you hope you play like, who would that be? Michael Jordan. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's my favorite player of all time. <laughs> I, I will be honest with you, and they know the answer to this. I, I want to be like and play more like Lonzo Ball just for the fact that I mean, he makes everyone on the court, uh, everyone on his uh, team better. I mean, he play, he was scrimmaging with the third team, and he met, and they beat the first team. Wow. And so, so are you going to get a pair of his tennis shoes? Uh, if I get that much money, <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I will. He wanted us to get him his team shoes this year, but we, we, decli- <laughs> we uh, pleasantly declined that comment. Yes. Uh, they're a little too expensive. Yeah, yeah. Coach Self, I know, you know, deep down in the – which player would you like to be? <laughs> uh, well, 
I'm like I said, I'm too too slow and can't jump anymore. But um, uh, you know, he kind of took my you know, growing up, I grew up in a different air. You know, I I was uh, at the end of the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson air uh, that I really liked, and I was starting the Michael Jordan air growing up. And yeah, I still think he's the greatest player of all time. Me too. Um, that's just you know, I guess when you're our age. But it's good, you know. <clears throat> uh, those those answers tell you a little bit of different end of the perspective. You have one who went kind of more old school, and then one with new school. So it's good to see the. Uh, the diversity, but the good thing about it is they're watching the game and, and trying to study it and get better, and that's always a good thing. Wow. Okay, we're going to go to a song. We're going to come back and finish this interview. Give them a song, Stephen. All right, here is Like We Belong by Gavi. Hey, this is Josh Raines, youth pastor at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. What do I do? I brush my teeth, I wash my hair. And I listen to the Varsity Radio Show 2.30 to 4.30 on Tuesdays on 88.5 JFM. Welcome back. We're here with the awesome, incredible athletes, Jared Teal, Storm Pritchard, and Coach Self. We're back for our second part of our interview, a little serious, funny part. And so my first question to you, Storm and Jared, who is your greatest inspiration in life? Take that, Jerry. I'll let you go first. Um, besides, uh, you know, Jesus Christ and everything, um, you know, he's by far the biggest influence for me. You know, I got saved when I was younger. Yeah. And you know, he's uh, it's been a, he's been a big inspiration for me. But not only, you know, G- uh, Jesus Christ himself, but Coach Self's been a huge inspiration for me. And and like and everything, just like being a, you know, he's a big role model for me. Not just in the basketball point of view, but I just think he's a good guy overall, great man, and just a big inspiration for me. That's awesome. I'm going to storm on that one. Jesus Christ will come up, everybody. But uh, Coach Self has helped me out a lot, as long as my, as long as my parents. And uh, they help me out, too, just, just keeping me out of trouble and uh, just always uh, being there for me. Yeah, and I, I, I said Coach Self, but, you know, my parents have raised me. I, I, you know, I lost my <laughs> – I lost. Shout out to mom and no, dad. No, I, I, I really, I wasn't just trying to say that. My mom, had, my mom and stepdad have both raised me really well. Uh, my dad passed away not too long ago, uh, about Sorry, a year ago. No, that's fine. He, um, he passed away about a year and a half ago, and my stepdad's been there for me. You know, he really has stepped in, been a good guy to me, and you know, they've, you know, put clothes on me, had a uh, roof over my head, wow. and I mean, I, I don't know what I'd do without him. My mom's, you know been through a lot too through that and so um without them you know and also my another big shout out to my youth minister and my youth group um taylor mcmurtry uh at life point uh big guy that's you know really just helped me become a better person overall as well um you know he's just a big inspiration for me and it's just I love him to death. So. And I want to say one thing about Storm. You know, as a coach, you go, you don't know what you're going to face each and every year. And, and Storm did go through that recently. And, um, you know, you got to see uh, him, uh, you know, it tests his Christian faith. I mean, yeah. you know, when you do, when something like that goes through, you you have two options. You can question and, and, and go away from the Lord or you can go towards and uh And Storm has just been amazing at that, um, of keeping his faith strong, um, you know, staying involved in the church, staying involved in the youth group, 
and, and really, you know, uh, not questioning, but uh, understanding the situation and, and trying to be the best Christian he could be. And, and I don't tell him enough of that. You know, you talk about basketball a lot. We forget about the life situation. But he's an inspiration to me in the way he handled that um, as well. And I think it's very important that he gets recognized for that. I can't imagine. I, I love that. I guess the everybody's now seeing we got two genuine guys in here, and, and Coach is obviously the the leader of the pack. And and you know I I think it's sometimes we forget how sports you know when you when you're co- overcoming adversity at home, you know everybody's got that basketball goal in your backyard, and and not only in your backyard, but you've got your teammates, you've got your coaches, you've got your school, and and this is just a, a great representation of Douglas right here in the room, and. And I hope that, you know, we all take from this that, you know, it, it it's not always about sports. Sports yeah. is a sports is something that we're good at, obviously, because, you know, we, there's some things in life that we're not good at. But it, it helps us join relationships and, and come together as a group. And, um, you know, guys, I, I got another question that, uh, for you all. And um, what's, what's, your, what's your Circle Me schedule? What's the Circle Me game on your schedules that – Every year, you look forward to to getting out there, and maybe it be a rivalry or someone in in your region or district, you know, whatever it may be. What's that team that you guys circle on the calendar every year? It's uh, definitely Dar Aberville. Yeah, Dar and Aberville, just because Dar likes to, you know, when they know they can't beat us, they like to hold the ball for the whole first half, <laughs> and you know, and definitely Aberville, just because it's a big rivalry. So, but besides that, it's just them mostly. Alright. I love that. You know what I love is we get to hear all the teams talking. I think it's what y'all don't know is is, is they also smack talk about y'all. So yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So it's okay. It's, all it's good. okay. It's, don't don't feel like there's We're just fish. having one of those moments like this is funny. So what's that game for you, Coach Self? Um uh, they're all important to me, you know. I mean I think they all have their story of their own as a coach. You know, you try to um, you know, there's not one in particular that, you know, you look at for the other. I think obviously the area games are very important. We have a very tough area, but, you know, every game brings us a different challenge. You know, I'm, I'm not from here. I'm from Montgomery. So uh, it's going in my fourth year and I've gotten used to the Marshall County and just how competitive it really is. And you know, people love the county tournament around here and it's, it's very special. But, you know, as a, for a coach, um, every game we have is, is a privilege to be on that floor and represent our school and, and, and put our hard work that we put in all week um, for that game. So uh, they're all circled, in my opinion, and they're especially circled after we can actually win one or two, you know. So those are the ones I really like. It's awesome. So you got both of you guys are shooters, right? Uh, they shoot. Now, whether it goes in yeah, or not, that's a different story. But that, say that. So, they so definitely my, shoot. So here's my question. Let's say, uh, let's say you're playing DAR and, and you just hit a three-pointer to uh, take the lead in the fourth quarter. And do you turn around and, and point to your mom or daddy? Do you throw no, your three it, up? What do you do? No, we'll uh, get sat on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, coach we'll, is tossing. We'll just go and play defense. And <laughs> we'll play defense. That's right. Yeah, we'll play defense. That's the right answer. <laughs> correct answer. Okay, what? All right, now we're going to the very important question in here. What is the most embarrassing moment you've had during basketball? Let's see, Jerry. Um, yeah, listen how quick Storm went to Jerry. Mine would have to be when we were playing in Wallace State in the championship, and I got fouled and I fell on the floor, and no one helped me up. <laughs> Coach Self told me, fall back on the ground, Jared, fall back on the ground. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at him like, what? 
And he said, fall back on the ground. Well, I fall back on the ground with everybody watching me. And everybody ran over there to pick me up the second time. <laughs> I forgot about that. What made it bad, too, is we're playing in this big, you know, the Wallace State's got a pretty big gymnasium, and there wasn't very many people there, so it was quiet. And after I did that, I felt kind of bad. But it was just a teaching <laughs> Um, mine would have to be this summer against New Hope. Um, we, it was a close game, and you know I was driving in to uh, shoot a layup, and I get fouled, and so it hits the back of the backboard, and it looks like it's going into the rim, and so I look, I turn around and I scream and one to the top of my lungs, and little did I know it went, it rolled around and fell out. So and everyone just starts laughing and I just it my even my coach started laughing and I just it was so embarrassing. Wow, it was by far one of the most embarrassing moments. We're not going to embarrass Coach Self here. Uh, yeah, today. I got I got too many to choose from. So we'll just, <laughs> move on from that. Uh, but let let me ask you this: uh, if you could spend a day with any coach or athlete in your sport, who would you spend it with, and what would you ask them? Coach K from Duke. Yeah. I would uh I would just ask him really what what he does to make the players that go into the NBA that come from Duke, what he does to get them to that point. I I don't really know. I would I don't want to pick Coach K because that's what everyone's gonna say. I would say Dana Altman from Oregon, just cause Oregon went from, you know, being a just a terrible, not that good school of basketball to making it to the Final Four last year. I would ask him how he did that, what he, what made him prepare for that, and how how he's gotten. I mean, he's get, he has two right now, two or three uh, high school prospects that are about to, in the like ESPN top three hundred that are getting, and like are actually in the top five right now. They're getting uh, considering Oregon. So I would ask him how he's recruiting and how he's able to do that. Coach Self. This this is a question I think you can answer. So, what if you could spend a day with any other coach or any other player in all history for a day? Who would you spend it with, and what would you ask them? I got two answers, and I'll be quick with both of them. One uh, is, is old school John Wooden that was at UCLA for all those years. I'd like to uh, spend a day with him, and then, but more importantly, I'd love to go back and spend a day with my dad back in his prime when he was coaching and um, uh, 86 when I was born he won a championship he's won three or four but if I could spend a day in my old school dad's shoes and see how he did things and 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 learn uh, from him that would be the best of the best wow boys this is the this is the last question it's gonna be for you guys and um, it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be coach self but it can be but What's one lesson that, that your coach has taught you? You know, it don't have to be about basketball. It could be about life. You know, what what's something that you can take that, that Coach Self has taught you? He's taught me that each and every day I have to be the best person I can be on and off the court because you don't know what, what's happening with other people at their home and anything. So I just he's taught me to be the best person I can be on and off the court. I completely agree with Jared just because, I mean, he's taught us so much stuff basketball-wise and, you know, school-wise. And it's it's not like he doesn't just tell us, like, stuff about basketball. He makes sure, like, you know, we got punishment if we have Ds or Ds or Fs. I mean, he – You know, I, I think that um – Here's they, just, I, they want some playing time. They're going to get it, too. Y'all got, I just earned y'all a lot of playing time. <laughs> that's our goal here. Our yeah. goal here is to make I, I these guys look now. good. I see that. Now. 
But yeah. you, I can definitely tell that that, that Coach Self loves his players and his players love love their coach. It's so incredible. It, 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 I wish you guys on the radio could could see this relationship. You know, when he when they came in, Coach Coach was. Taking, making, care, taking of care of his boys, and Man. and they're taking care of him, and, and it's just basketball is a game of love, and you know you love the people that you play with, and, and you love watching people people succeed, and uh, I'm just so thankful that, that Douglas sent you guys here today, and and um, y'all are a great representation of Douglas High School, and we're looking, you know, we, we're ready to move on from football with Douglas, I think, and we're ready for basketball. Yeah, so yeah. Right. Amen. You know, yeah. I know we got a, we got a big area game coming up, and that one really matters. But yeah. but after that, we're gonna start focusing on basketball. And we're ready. We're ready to see these guys do some, do uh, get some get some threes dropped on some yeah. other people. So thanks for coming. Hey, guys. thank y'all for having. Thank us. you. Thank y'all. Thank you. So we're gonna go to a song. Yep. All right. Here we go. Here is C West. And focus. 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 A big thank you, of course, to Charburger. If you are looking for some good food, I'll tell you what, they got it, guys. Uh, their phone number is 256-505-4720. They're located at 3848 Highway 69 in Gunnersville. And uh, so show them some love. If you stop by, tell them that you heard about them on the Varsity Radio Show. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So go and check them out. Up next is The Resistance by Skillet. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. Oh, man. We have had the time of our lives today. We've had Disrupt Ministry in the house. Yeah. Say hey. hi, guys. Hello. What oh, we're back. Yeah, Shout we're out back. to Charbur- Charburger. Yeah, Charburger. Bestburger on the block. <laughs> man. And uh, my good friend and co-host, Ricky, is telling us how freestyle goes down. Tell us, Ricky. What's up? We're going we're gonna to play a game with you guys. And the last time we did a, we did a bracket, we talked about fears. We had a bracket uh, posted, and what we did was you guys called in and you gave us a fear. We put it on our bracket board, and we came up with our greatest fear. Do you remember what that was? Our greatest fear? Yes, I, I, th- I believe I remember it was clowns. It was clowns. It was clowns. It came down to either clowns or texting the wrong person. Ooh, yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. It is tough. It was clowns. They won. Yeah. But here's what we're going to do today. <laughs> clowns definitely won. Today we're going to talk about food joints in Marshall County. Jenna, we need you on the air right there. Well, it, hey, if you want to give us your answer through Facebook Live, you can. We're all a- actually going to give you an option to call in, too. And we want to know. Tell them, Ricky. What you're going to do is you're going to call in, and you're just going to tell us your favorite place. Favorite place to eat, whether it's after school, whether it's uh, on Sunday after church, whatever it is, whatever that go-to place is. Money's not an issue. We're not going to throw that out there. It's just your birthday. Whatever your birthday restaurant is, give it to us. That's what we want to hear. And we're going to uh, we're going to lead it off. We already got one up on the board for you, and it's going to be our first seed because they always take care of us. We've got Charburger. Charburger. <laughs> So any any place other than Charburger, you can call in, give us that place. We want to hear it. We want to add it to our board. And then by the end of the show, which we've got about twenty five minutes, we're gonna we're gonna figure out who our champion of Marshall County is and who our who our favorite restaurant is. So you guys give us a call. What's that call in, Stephen? Want to be on the radio? Call us now at two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. 
Call us, boys and girls. Tell us your favorite restaurant. That's all you got to tell us. Favorite restaurant. Call us now. 256-505-0885. Hey, guys. Um, we've got Catfish Cabin on here, the best hush puppies you'll ever have, uh, about 27 sauces. Um, call in and Sierra's. I've, I haven't heard of that place, but it sounds good. It's Mexican. Fajitas are probably great. Um, call in at 256-505-0885. All right, this is Ryan here with Disrupt Ministry. We've got two more restaurants. We've got Zach's Eats and Sweets. They've got the Beats. They've got everything else that you could possibly want. It's for keeps. And we've got Rosie's. We've got Rosie's. It's Mexican, I think. La Mexicana. There's guacamole. There's salsa. There's chips. Everything good. Everything Mexican. And call in at 25... Is that a 5 or a 6? 6. 256-505-0885. Come on, guys. Jump into the party. Who's your favorite restaurant? Hey guys, we're supposed to talk about ours a little bit, aren't we? Yeah. 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 Awesome. Hey, you know, I'll, I'll, go ahead. My go-to, and, and you know, I, I I say it's my go-to because I think it's easy. You get in there, you get out, and now I'm getting one in Arab, so I'm getting taken care of. The good Lord's watching out for me. But I love Zach's. Really? I don't know. I just love. I'm, Zach. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> oh. You like the barrel? The barrel. I don't like Zach's. Okay. How, how about Bubberitos? Why have we not announced them yet? Bubberitos. They're amazing. It's like Chipotle and Moe's on steroids. Mm. Yeah. Also, right, let's yeah. Let, let's let's go with Hot Wings. TJ Hot Wings. Oh wow. And Albertville. So good. I'm a Hot Wings kind of guy. Let's hear what you got, Stephen. All right. So uh, a place kind of new um, in Arab. It's called Fire Grill 231. It's pretty good. Fire Grill 231. Yeah. What kind of food is that? All kinds of food. They got Italian stuff. They got down-home stuff. Uh, the thing about it is they don't skimp on the portion. That's it. <laughs> That's they it. don't skimp. You get what you pay for. <laughs> don't you hate it when, like, I don't know if you you guys look like y'all been to these rich places. Oh, I'm talking. Oh, 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 all right. I'm talking. I'm talking. Repent. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So, anyway, these places where you go, okay, you're taking your date out. Like, for me, it's my wife. You know, we've been married 10 years. And you go, and you see the menu, and everything's 20 or $30 a piece. Oh. If you're me, you're sweating. You're like, yeah. I guess we're going to share. And then they bring out, like, a portion that's... Yeah. Yay big. Yeah. You know? like a, there's, a leaf, there's like a mint leaf on there. I know, yeah. <laughs> what is that? It's like a piece of art, not food. That's right. Yeah, I've seen I, have y'all been in that position? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, never. Never, ever, ever. I'm a takeout. I'm a Chinese takeout kind of guy. Yeah, he yeah. never gets chipped off. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, guys, we've got we've got 10 minutes to go. Call in 256-505-0885. We're going to play some more amazing music. We're going to get you some rap music soon, but right now we're going to play Disciple and Spinning. Mm. Another sun is born While another star goes black And the world keeps spinning around Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Good, how about you? I'm good. Hey, Ryan, I was told by the three guys in here that you would fill up our board with restaurants. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Ryan, unload them on us now, buddy. Oh, I can. 
Let's hear it. Uh, my favorite restaurant? Yes. Um, Top of the River, obviously. Oh, we oh, forgot Top of it. the River. Yep. Have y'all eaten there oh, yet? No, no, we're headed we're there. We're headed there, yeah. Brian wiped them out. <laughs> you can't wipe them out. They're um, huge. Chris Kreme count as a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Brian, maybe you Did should. You hear that? Like yeah, Brian's having an honesty <laughs> hour. Uh, tell him how many donuts you ate last night, Brian. I ate like 16 donuts. Brian, how are you not at the hospital dead? Krispy <laughs> uh, Kreme is like its own food. It takes a lot of energy to keep my body going. That's yes. why I eat so much. Yeah. Get them while they're hot, right, Brian? That's it. That's it. Come on, Ryan. We're still waiting, man. Give us some more. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Did the barrel make it yet? Yeah, bottom of the barrel. He put Krispy Kreme on the yeah. bottom and didn't hey, even get him while they're hot. <laughs> that hot sun turns on. I feel like sin just opened it up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like a said, house with gluttony. That's yes. right. It's like, Brian, it's like, yeah, Brian walked like, through that door what? last night. It's like, I'll repent afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is on, people. <laughs> <laughs> We're under grace. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so he's hot sun, crispy cream. That's beautiful. Uh, Ricky, you got any more for us? This little Mexican restaurant called El Coyote. El oh. Coyote. Mm. Okay, it is this hole-in-the-wall place in, I think, Gully, but it has some really good food. Yeah, it makes it's a fat it's a fat guy's paradise. <laughs> oh, there we go. Sounds like I need to go there. <laughs> I can't remember the plate, the name of it, but this is barbecue buffet and yeah. skyline. Yeah, that when you walk out of there, you got to pray three times for repentance. <laughs> three <laughs> times to complete. You have to pray for repentance. Is what he said. All right, Ryan, man, you we're pray before you go. Pray while you're there. Pray afterwards. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Thank you, Ryan. We needed that help. Right. Talk to you later. Hey, call in. We've got a few. We got a few five minutes left. Six minutes. Call in two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. We've almost completed our bracket. We need a few help from you. So call in now. Harold, what's up, man? How's it going? You doing all right, Harold? Oh, I've I've got lots to say. Yeah, talk to us. All right. First of all, I'm going to have to go ahead and tell you all about a couple restaurants here in uh, the Marshall County. Yeah, tell me, Harold. Uh, Y'all ain't got Moe's Original Barbecue. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. We're adding that right now. Because you. Yeah. Mater's Pizza in Albertville. Yes! There ain't no other pizza place. Y'all can talk about Giovanni's all you want, but... (laughs) You can be wrong if you want to. <laughs> I love me some maters. All right. And, Ricky, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. What's up? What is the deal with Zaxby's? <laughs> you don't what, like what Zaxby's? What is that? I love Zaxby's. Why would you ever go there and eat? Yeah. Why? Oh, man. It's, I... Oh, it's salty. It's overpriced. It's underportioned. <laughs> I've been man. out on the road. And I'll go ahead and tell you. I'll walk 10 miles to eat sushi out of a gas station before I walk into a gas station. <laughs> Man, I so just... put Chick-fil-A on that board. Yeah. Uh, Amen. The Lord's Chicken. The Lord's Chicken. Thank you, Harold. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Don't apologize to me. Apologize to the Lord. <laughs> he's he's he very sorry. He's doing... in a vicinity for a reason. That's right. That's right, Harold. That's right. Chick-fil-A it is. You got anything else? 
Yeah, Krispy Kreme. Y'all got that on there. Right? Yeah, it's on there. It's yeah. down if at anybody, the... if anybody calls in and says anything about Dunkin' Donuts, just unfriend them on Facebook. <laughs> wow. wow, Harold, you're fantastic. How's your goat doing? She's. Why do y'all always ask about? My goat? <laughs> y'all don't care about nothing else in my life. Just that, my goat. No, how's how's the driving career? It's been going. It's been going. It's going. I've been. Out on the road the past two weeks. Haven't been able to watch a lot of football. Haven't been able to talk to a lot of people. But y'all, it's lonely here in this here cab. Yeah. Just a man in the thoughts. Now, are you a Bama fan or are you a Tennessee fan? Well, see, I was, I'm saved. And uh, I was brought up right, so I'm an Alabama fan. I see where you're going there. The crimson flow has washed me white as snow. That's good. That's, That's beautiful. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you today, Harold. I hope you have a wonderful day. Me too. Bye. <laughs> all right, so let's get cutting into our uh, bracket here. We got it all filled out, and uh, we're all just going to try to mutually agree on on our brackets here. Is that okay with everybody? Get down with that. As long as Zach all right, so we're gonna um... Zaxby's loses. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna start the bracket off here. We got Charburger versus Tin Top. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Charburger. Charburger. Yeah. Charburger. Yeah. All yeah. right. So we're gonna bring Charburger in. Tin Bottom. Yeah. Tin Bottom. <laughs> yeah. So Seth, what do you give him the next one? I say Bubberitos. It's a Bubberitos versus Fire uh, Fire Grill Two Thirty One. You guys haven't had this, so no. we, the name alone. Bubba oh, so good. I got a free hat from there. Yeah. Uh, well, I had to trade my hat for the guy that was working there. Yeah. He gave mm-hmm. me his hat. So good. So yeah, th- so thank good. you, Bubberitos. Yeah. Do they have pork rinds there? No. That seems like a pork rinds kind they of name. They have pork. Okay. They have pork. Just not the rinds. No, Chipotle no pork. It's what I get every time. Mm, okay. They might have some rinds. They there. might take the cake. Yeah. All right. So, Catfish Cabin or TJ Hot Wings? Ooh. I, I'm gonna go TJ Hot Wings. I'm gonna but go these, Catfish Cabin. Yeah, yeah. I'm good you can't, with losing that one. Yeah, Catfish after the Hush Puppies, the after the coleslaw <laughs> and the Catfish fillets, we're gonna have to put them on the championship rack. There you right there now, they go. Right now, yep. they go ahead, me Catfish. Yeah, they're rolling out. This. Is, All right, so we got Cracker Barrel or Moe's Original Barbecue. Barbecue yeah. nachos are so good. I don't know if y'all have ever had Never those. Never had them. And they're not nachos. They're like potato chips. Oh, they're wow. like yes. homemade potato chips. Never. There. Yes. Let's just go ahead and put them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Mo's. mean, we like Cracker Barrel. They have a lot to offer, but... You can get you can get Cracker Barrel everywhere. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's too original. That's right. All right, so, so we got Zach's Eats and Sweets, the new... A uh, restaurant up in Arab or Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. I don't Chick-fil-A. know, guys. Oh. If you've not eaten Zach's, I'm telling you, it's amazing. I've not. My they wife got has. Cuban sandwiches in there. Ooh. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's flipping the switch. <laughs> Zach's is Zach's is very good, but I think we're gonna have to go with the Lord's Chicken. That's right. The Lord's, Lord's chicken. chicken. That is true. <laughs> yeah. The Lord's in it. Yeah. Oh, top of the river or CC's Pizza? Top of the river Damn, all day long. That's easy. Yeah. All right. Hey, we're still working in Sierras so, or Rosies. I, I'm sorry, man. I'm going Rosies. Rosies is one of my favorite. I'm going to take ever. Sierras just because I love their buffet yeah. on Fridays. But yeah. Stephen, you'll have to be the mediator here. So, Rosies or Sierras? Rosies or Sierras? Uh, sorry, sorry. 
It's Sierra's all the way. The all buffet. Right. The buffet got them. Sierra's all the way. Their I've steak, never had the buffet. Their steak is amazing, and their Sunday buffet. Oh yep. my god! They got a tomahawk steak sometimes if Alex takes care of you. I think it was the it was the Apostle Paul that said, "I buffet my body." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it yeah. might have been Buffett, but yeah, I choose something buffet. like that. Uh, Mater's Pizza or El Camino? I like both of these restaurants. Mm. The pizza at Mater's is really it's good. really good. I mean, it's it's the biggest pizza. Let's say Mater's. Mater's. I, I think just because we have another Mexican already Mexican restaurant on the board, we're going to have to go with Mater's on yeah. this one. Mater's okay. it is. Mater's stands for tomatoes, doesn't it? Here? It does. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Does. My next question, Mater's or Sierra's? we got to get through this pretty fast. Uh, I'd say Sierra's. Myself. Sierra's. Sierra's it is. Yeah. Buffet. Buffet, yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A or Top of the River? Ooh. Ooh. Top of the river. Top of the river. Yeah. Charburger or Bubba Rito? Charburger. 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 We love you. Cat, catfish cabin or Moe's barbecue? I'm out of this one. Man, I, that's <laughs> tough. I lost. <laughs> I lost the last time. Catfish cabin. You know, last time I had catfish cabin, it was amazing though. Yeah, put the cabin up there. Yeah, that's all we've got. Yeah, that's all we've got. We're taste testers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we've got catfish cabin or Sierras. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Sierras. Sierras. Yeah. Alex. Every time you walk in that place, he says, "Welcome home. Welcome home." <laughs> so, uh, top of the river or Charburger. Oh wow, guys, this is tough. This is a no-brainer. What are you talking about? It is tough, but no way. There, but I think it comes down to most faithful. Yeah, they're yeah, always going to be there for us. The service is always going to be great. Yeah, and they're always going to watch out for us. So we're going to take Charburger. Charburger it is. That's yeah. Shroud in our so winner in, in our championship here. We've got Sierras, who's who Alex always he takes care of us. But then we've got Charburger. So, what do y'all think? Say charburger. Yeah, I'm yep. feeling it. Yeah. Charburger. charburger. We've all ate charburgers. It's a mutual decision. So there's our winner. That's it. It's our champion. Hey, we're coming back with the buzzer beater in the next few minutes, and we're going to end this show. Come back. Hey guys, it's Austin with or Austin Hinson with Disrupted Ministry. I was just gonna encourage you guys to like and share uh, the Varsity Radio Show uh, if you want to stay in tune with them and um, just listen to this great bunch of guys um, talk about food and great places. I think I'm gonna go eat after this. Um, follow <laughs> them on uh, Facebook and at Varsity Radio Show on Instagram as well. Um, and if you want to, you know, I encourage you to show, give them some reviews. They're trying to improve. They're trying to grow, guys, and tune into their podcast on Wednesdays uh, on iTunes. That's Thanks. right. And so me and Ricky have enjoyed Disrupt, hadn't you? Yeah. Stephen, let's tell them where, they're, where, they're, uh, where Disrupt's going to be at. All right. So the Disrupt the Norm revival is happening at 630 every night, October 22nd through the 26th. October 22nd will be at Honeycomb Baptist. October 23rd at New Horizons. October 24th at New Hope First Baptist. October 25th at House of Salvation. And October 26th at First Baptist Grant. Yes. Man. So you can check that. You can see that list if you didn't get it. You'll see it on our Facebook page, and you can just go back and look at it and and, and try to catch one of these places for sure. They'd love to see you. Probably if you want to, you can get their autograph. They seem pretty cool. Yeah. 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 If you want to find us, we'll be disrupting Catfish Cabin a lot while we're here. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and some of these restaurants they just saw on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we love these guys. Thank you so much for being with us. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Fantastic. And me and Ricky, man, we'll be back next week with Arab High School. Arab High School will be with us. And uh, we have a incredible clutch moment for you next week. I yeah. showed I showed Ricky today. It's going to be powerful. So be back with us next Tuesday, 2.30 to 4.30 at App Varsity Radio Show and JFM 88.5. See you next week.